It's McShane and Rucker with Jack McShane and Oliver Rucker on VIC Radio Ithaca. It's the McShane and Rucker Show back for another semester in studio. We're back. It's exciting. A couple man. months off, you know. A couple months. I know. I know everyone missed us, right? All five of our listeners. Six. All six, six. of our listeners. We're we getting got, more viewers. We're going up. We're getting. We're going up. But it is good to be back. We're back in studio with masks. But hey, man, it's better than nothing. It's no. It's no biggie. Yeah, better than Zoom, right? It's better than Zoom. Better than Zoom. There's a lot of good things to look forward to um, this time of year. NFL just started a couple of days ago. It was a great game between. Uh, the Cowboys and the Bucks, Jets and Giants start tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and then a little bit later we'll get into some Mets stuff. They're kind of been up and down. They had a good game last night, but um, overall this year it's been a little bit of a disappointment. But we will start off with those New York Jets who start tomorrow. Play the Panthers, Sam Darnold's Panthers. Against Sam Darnold's uh, Carolina Panthers um, in Carolina. Tough game, but there's a lot of optimism with this, you know, this Jets team, and I know it's kind of that false hope that kills every year when we – Mention the Jets, but but there's I think this, it's, there's this young kind of vibe. That it's I'm a different kind of false hope. You know what I mean? I don't. I think I don't think it's as false as it normally is. Like it's almost I, like you're not expecting wins. Well, I think it's because there's you're expecting it, you know in the past, like when we thought you know a couple of years ago, whatever year one, year two of Adam Gase, whenever mm-hmm. you know that that was actual false hope because they won. They well, had, looking back on it, looking yes. back, but yeah. at the time though. People were, you know, making out Gates to be some offensive guru. Yeah, and, you know, and honestly, on paper, it looked like they had a fine team, and obviously that didn't work out. But it's a little different now because, you know, uh, Joe Douglas has taken this team, he's made it his team, and he's done things the right way. He's gotten younger, he's built through the draft, and he's gone out and signed free agents that are are leaders, that are guys that – you know that that can that upgrade the team for what it is right now. There not not necess- there weren't any necessarily huge splashes right. in particular, but there are guys that you know like I know he's hurt now, but like Carl Lawson, who is someone who upgrade, but it's that type of uh, that type of signing who would upgrade the defense, do something for your team, but also someone in the locker room that can help the young guys that can help build this team for the future. You know, and, it's comp- and he also went out and this is in, and he also went out and got his coach. A good, a really good coach, a coach that the players want to, you know, I know it's constantly said, but run through a wall for. So it's nice that things are finally going the right way. And that's, uh, that's what the hope is. No one, I don't think anyone's hoping for a Super Bowl. Or even playoffs, to be or, honest. I mean, or even playoffs. I've heard a couple, you know, that's like, like the highest like ceiling. surprising, you know, like, oh, maybe they will, but whatever. Let's, that's not what we're talking about. I just that's the hope is that we're the ship is actually being turned. There's actually optimism for the future. You know, there's pieces here that are going to be here for a while. And um you know, I I just think it it, it all goes to Joe Douglas, you know, and that's well, it's what he's you, done. It's funny if you can kind of compare the Jets to the Knicks in the sense of the way they're building their teams. You know, we we we've preached of in terms of the way they should do it where it's slow, build through the draft, don't rush things, meaning like you know, overpay for some guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the Knicks, for example, you know, they kind of, I, I guess, capitalized in a sense on guys that may have been undervalued on teams or played lesser roles on teams that got bigger roles in the Knicks, whether it be Burks or Noel. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the similar situation here with the Jets where you're signing guys like Carl Lawson. You've heard of him before. He played in Cincinnati, not really a big market. 
I mean, obviously, he's hurt. not a very good team. Right. So it's... But it's it's like those types of signings. And even the guys that they drafted, mm-hmm. you know, Elijah Moore kind of falling down in the draft, which, which was amazing. Again, yes. Even like Vera yeah. Tucker, like mm-hmm. t- guys like that who were kind of like, eh, is he the best at his position? Maybe. But the Jets will be able to be like, listen, we'll get you 16 games to play this year and yep. prove your worth. Corey Davis, that's the who I was thinking of. It's another great example of that. In Tennessee, good receiver, got a good year last year, but doesn't really get talked about. I mean, he was the fifth overall pick in the mm-hmm. draft a couple of years ago. He still has potential to be a top wide and receiver now, in the league. And now he's a captain. And now he's, yeah. And, and he's still num- young. And he's still young. And he's the number one wide receiver. But there isn't, like, in this offseason, which I think Joe Douglas did a really good job of. He obviously had the pick from the Jamal Adams trade. Just there's no, and the Darnold, or was that this year, right? Yes, it was one of the picks was this year, I think. Maybe it's the second next year. I don't know. But that return for Sam Darnold was great, too, mm-hmm. where it's building through the draft and drafting the team that he wants and getting rid of the McCagnin, you know, John Itzik years Gase, yeah. of just, oh, well, and Gase, yeah. And just, oh, and the Salah hire, I mean, I mean, we can't and not all, say how And all of, not just Salah. I, mean, I can't even but, say it's fantastic. He hasn't played a game well, yet. Well, I know, but so far, it's like, and all, not just Salah, but all of his, all the staff that he brought yeah. with him, too. It's that culture. It, like, really matters. Like, I feel like people might maybe overuse the term a little bit. But, like, that goes such a long way because we talk about – I mean, I'm, I know I'm saying the Knicks is an example a lot. But Thibodeau coming in as an experienced coach. Now, I know Salah hasn't been a head coach, but he's been on some really good staffs with the 49ers. Went to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. One of the best defenses in the league. It's the same kind of, you know, scenario with Thibodeau bringing in guys. You know, elevating a guy like Julius Randle who was good, but now he's near – Matt. well, not near, but sort of near kind of a max-type player. I mean, I know he signed for less, but – in that realm. I mean, it was all NBA second team. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm not saying, you know, Elijah Moore could, people are saying he could be rookie of the year. I mean, who knows? But you you don't know. I mean, I don't know. You, oh, you're right. It's, yeah, it's very possible. It's very sure. But I, I just think, like, there's, it's weird because if I look at the Jets season, I'm thinking to myself, playoffs, probably not. But, but they're going to win want, games. But if they're going to win gonna... games, and they're going to be fun to watch. Yes. Now, inexperience is going to get to them. It just does. There's so few games in the NFL. There's just a lot of players that have more ex- just more experience or just rosters in general mm-hmm. that have more experience than the Jets do. But I think I, I don't even yeah, – it's hard to explain this, but, like, if they get seven wins, yeah. people will be like, okay, didn't make the playoffs. But if those seven wins come with, you know, four or five, like, one-score losses, yeah. it's like, okay – we and also, and also, if those seven wins come against it's about teams, against right. different teams, no, some of right. the better teams. teams, divisional opponents, that's something else too. It'll show, you know, it's it's not a bad division this year, so or at least it, I don't think it's, well, it's not okay. Like it. I mean, if well, you look at the other divisions, I, the, I think the Bills are probably gonna Bills are, are gonna, gonna win. Roll. I think they're the, gonna the Dolphins are better. And the Jets are better. You yeah. don't think the Dolphins? I, I, I think they're better, but there's no chance they win the division. No, no, no. Is that I'm what you're say, saying? No, I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I'm saying they're better than last year. Right. They're also okay. improved. No, that's right. I mean, Patriots two, aren't. Two is second year, but, but you know. Well, Mac Jones is kind of a wild card, right? I mean, all yeah. these quarterbacks, it's funny. There's like, a lot of rookie quarterbacks. There's a lot of, not I want to say turnover because Josh Allen's been in the league for a couple of years, but just looking at this division from a whole, because remember, I mean, eight of the 16, oh, 17, sorry. Eight of the 17 games this year they're going to play are against these teams. Mm-hmm. So those are the teams you kind of got to focus on. And you're thinking to yourself, well, the ceiling, you would say, is there's no way they beat the Bills twice. Maybe once. Maybe. Or probably not, but maybe once. And then you look at like at the division-wise. That, that, would, be, that would be huge. That would be that, massive. Yeah. So if you're just um, – and, you know, I mean, massive more is just if we're looking at the media futures to beat Darnold tomorrow, which is very possible. The Panthers are okay. Probably slightly better than the Jets, but yeah. I don't know. I think they could definitely – do I think they can win? Oof. 
I know. I'm thinking about it. And I'm. And this is. I'm. Put on my unbiased hat for a second. <laughs> Hold on. No, I don't think they win. I think it's close. I think they lose like tomorrow. I think they lose like twenty-one seventeen or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. I just honestly. I don't. I just want to enjoy the game. I'm excited. I, I'm I, like. I just if preseason. I, I, it's it, like people are talking about. You know, Wilson looks great in preseason. Now most of those were against backups, and you know people are. Yeah, I, but that's preseason. I mean, and he's sure, he's, he, the, sure, he's no, playing sure. against first the first team. The thing reps, I worry about with Wilson is it, it almost there's a little bit like I over, know like guys like are Dan you or over hype a little bit. I am a little bit. I mean, I'm hearing like Mahomes in the same conversation. Like, relax. The guy hasn't played an NFL regular no, season. No, game. that's true. I mean, I honestly. Yeah, like he's people are like, no, oh, right. Wilson can be in the top three or four quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, relax. Like, the Gotta guy has not played him, regular season game. He's played. Play. He's played like what? What four total quarters? Yeah. I, I, in an, I mean, you just you, you can't put him at that in that level. Well, yet. and you know, and this happens all the time. You know, the problem with that think is of like that guys not, like RG three is not so much that he's not going to live up to it, but if he has a bad game, it's going to make people really. It's it's it you know it's gonna look worse. Well, I mean that's just good. But, but that's the New York media. I mean they're just ruthless. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they've weathered the storm pretty well in terms of the media. I know you know Wilson's obviously got a lot of pressure on him because you know everyone thought Darnold was the answer. Did you see that there was a um, a report? I think maybe Salah said it that they were if the trade didn't work with Darnold, they were going to keep both. And that's just crazy. Oh really? So I, I thankfully didn't see that. that didn't happen. The well. Um, Honestly, I think— Well, sorry, they were prepared to go yeah. with both if they didn't get the offer they liked. Well, and was it—Marcus uh, May, did you see the—like, they were like, he when Sam Darnold got traded, he, the... he tweeted a, an emoji with, you know, hand over your face, and they asked him about it. He's like, no, it was just—what, he's like, yeah, I had a headache. You know, man. he's BSing. I know, he but, that, it's, but it's, it's, in, it's odd to me that they all expected Sam Darnold to be there, and then, you know, that—and even Corey Davis said he signed expecting Sam Darnold to be the quarterback. But that's like— Semantics in a sense where, if think of it this way, like if you picture yourself on the team, you know the. Oh no, I, I, so I get you, that. You you would say though, yeah. If somebody asked you a question, you would be like, okay, about Darnold or whatever. You would say, oh yeah, he's definitely the quarterback. But then, you know, Wilson comes in and yeah. support him just as much. Uh, no, yeah, I I I'm thinking about it. I I I think that that Sam Darnold trade worked out for honestly for everybody. And you know that we were always in Sam Darnold's corner. We thought that maybe we thought that. It wasn't it, – well, first of all, not we didn't think. It, it wasn't his fault whatever happened in, in New York. But I thought it, it would be fair for him to have another opportunity under a new head coach. But, you know, hindsight, I think that it all worked out. Sam Darnold has a new – he has a new scene. He has – he has – you know, he in New York, he – like we said, he had probably maybe the worst head coach in the history of the NFL. If you give Tom Brady the worst head coach in the, in the history of the NFL, it's not going to matter much because he's Tom Brady. And he's developed, or whoever, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, whoever you want to. But a second and third year quarterback, it's not going to work when you're still developing and trying to find your way in the league. So that was problem number one. Number two, he just didn't have a very good team around. I mean, and the coach couldn't help him develop. The team couldn't develop. The team couldn't improve. But now that he's in Carolina, he has a different coach, Matt Rule, um, who's also looking to find his legs. They can in the NFL. And he has more weapons. He has a better team. He can, you know, DJ Moore to throw to. He has his old uh, ex teammate Robbie Anderson, who I think is going to have a big year. He just this signed year. an extension. With he just signed an extension. So, I think in that it worked out for Sam Darnold. And McCaffrey. Obviously, I'm sorry, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, exactly. I, the, I, um, and then it worked. You know, worked out for the Jets. They got Joe Douglas. Got his guy Zach Wilson. Worked out in the draft. They're they're not, they're building around Zach Wilson. 
And it's just, I, I think that, you know, hindsight, like you said, is always twenty twenty. but it, it really worked out, I think, in the benefit of everybody. And I think, if, I honestly think eventually, Sam, we're going to look at Sam Darnold on the Jets the same way we look at Drew Brees on the Chargers. I just wow. think, I really do. I like that. I think that he... I just think that he has, that's, he has wait, so much wait a potential. Second. That's crazy bold. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's going to be Drew Brees. I'm saying well, we're sure, going to look at the same the same way. How it was just kind of it, he's a, he's a, he's going to be a Panther. He's gonna that's where he's going to make his name. That's that's how we're going to know Sam Darnold. And we're just going to kind of forget that he was on the Jets and be like he's going to be on like one of those ESPN posts that was like remember when. You know what I mean when he was on a different team? Like don't these stars look weird in a different? Honestly, you're probably uniform? right. But I mean, you never know. But that's that's just that's that's what this whole situation screams to me. So, but yeah. you know, yeah. So if we look at just quickly at the you know the additions that the Jets made this offseason, I know we've mentioned a couple while we were talking, but uh, they retained Marcus May, put mm-hmm. the franchise tag on him. Um, couldn't I agree. think I think they need to I think they need to actually lock him. Couldn't up, agree though. to a long term deal. Um, they signed Carl Lawson as you mentioned, who's out for the year. Um, and Vinnie Curry. They also got Sheldon Rankins, who's a good partner for Quinn and Williams in mm-hmm. the D-line. They added Justin Hardy, who's a captain, great special teamer. The Saints loved him when he was there. So that seems like a pretty solid signing for the Jets. They also had LaMarcus Joyner. Um, the secondary is pretty weak, but there's a lot of young guys on it. And they also had a Gerard Davis, who's a good linebacker. Mm-hmm. So the, it's funny. Like If you look at the Jets' defense, and it's more, like also the farther more... you go back, the worse you get. So that's yeah. that's why they need to pressure the quarterback this and year. That's a huge, more huge. More recently, point. they they traded for Shaq Lawson for next to nothing, next really. To nothing. So solid player, not yeah. great. No, no, no. But 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 he's solid for what they're looking for, right? Sure. There's... But he's not. The Jets haven't had a good edge rusher in so long. You know that's why it's like, you know, Sal has been saying in the press conferences. You know, they they need a committee, meaning like a the, like a pressure coming from everyone. I think this is – I think Quinn and Williams – Oh, I mean, I think he's already good. I think he's one of the best he, D linemen in the NFL. Will, I'm not it, kidding. I think he's going to explode this year. Like, I'm thinking he's, like, top five D linemen in the NFL. Also, Quincy Williams. Yeah, well <laughs> – No, I'm, I know, but it, it is kind of cool. I mean, have you heard them talk? They sound, like, exactly the same. Well, same last name. Maybe yeah. they're related. Well, they are They they are related. They are related. They're brothers. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know who Quincy Williams is. Yeah, it's his brother. He played in uh, in um, oh, well. in Jack. I think Jacksonville. They just traded for him. Anyway, anyway, Quincy Williams. Sorry, we don't have enough time to talk about you. Uh-huh. But anyway, for the uh, for the draft, of the Jets, as we said, Zach Wilson with the second pick. Then they traded up for Vera Tucker, and then they drafted Elijah Moore um, with the thirty fourth pick. So right at the beginning of the second round. Um, yeah, and Crowder's not playing tomorrow, so Moore's going to get a lot of opportunities. He's a good route runner. Um, He's kind of got a slight frame. He's not the biggest dude in the world. What? But, what's uh, your? Uh, what's your take on Denzel Mims? Like what? He's dropped. He like really what has is? Dropped, I mean, I heard he? there. I heard a you couple know, weeks I ago. I can't answer. I can't answer. He didn't play last year. But I guess. But here's the thing: is like, I'm not at every practice. I don't. I'm not a a wide receiver coach, mm-hmm. so I don't know what they're looking for scheme wise, player. I mean, I've heard that he's not so much in. A, a good at as good a fit in Salah's offense as as uh, as they would have liked. Because but, I, I mean, think, but that it's just weird that he's completely fallen out. I of think favor. it's telling that he's that far down on the depth chart when you look at the wide receivers on the roster. Mm-hmm. So for me to be like, no, Denzel should play more. I mean, like I said, I'm not at every practice. I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's a reason because like the the guy was a second round pick last year. 
Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's why it's weird. Is that he? The was Jets a, do have a bad history of second round picks, aka Geno Smith, Hackenberg. Please don't remind me. Oh yeah, I, Stephen I, Hill seems a little different though. I mean, he's you know, not, it's just like no, I'm just it's cursed in the second round. Well, maybe Elijah Moore will change that. Maybe. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, and then they're obviously running backs. I mean, we've mentioned Michael Carr. Well, actually, we haven't. But I, I'm 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 actually I'm I'm looking. I'm very curious about the running back situation because there's there's there I am. There's a lot of there's no, a couple yeah. young there's a couple young obviously like you just said Michael Carter, but um, uh, there's also uh, you know and Michael P Ryan's coming back he seems to fly under the radar a little bit I think that he can make an imp- impact and Ty Johnson who he was good ev- last year every single time Ty Johnson has got the ball he's done something with it. And that's saying something last year because Frank Cora couldn't even they do that. They actually had no line. They had no, they, other than Becton, there was nobody there. So it's remarkable that he was – so imagine what he can do with, with a line. I think that he is, one of, he is obviously one of the more underrated. He's a no-name. I think he's someone who can really make a name for himself with an opportunity with a team that doesn't really have – don't really know who their running back is. Tevin Coleman, obviously, but he's, you know, he's older. He's probably going to be more of a mentor. I think I almost hope because again I I really like for these young guys to get these touches but and Josh Adams is another one too someone who's been around the Jets now for 3 years yeah, 4 years 3 years and he's never gotten a lot big opportunity but every time he's played he's done something with it you know what I'm saying so I think I'm very curious of oh, these four guys pro- all seem to have a chip on their shoulder they should they all this I feel like this RB1 job is still up for grabs and I'm just I'm curious to see what what you know what happens. I'm I'm excited about all of them. Quickly before we go to break, how many wins did Jets get this year? Seventeen games, right? Yeah. Nine. Wow. So that would be nine and eight. Nine and eight. They're going to be above five hundred. Is that playoffs? No. Uh, it's funny. I don't know the way so the extra game works. Oh wait, is there is there still the seventeen? The seven-team playoff. Remember they did that last year where they added like an extra oh, team? Oh, you know, playoffs. I don't know. I have to, I have to look. I don't, I don't. I haven't heard anything. I say, as I said earlier, I think the Jets, seven wins, but there will be progress shown. Yeah. I think so. All right. All right, yeah. More to come after the break. Missed that last song? Want to check out our music blog? Well, then log on to www.vicradio.org. See our daily schedule, take a look at our wide selection, especially programming, and learn more about our annual 50-hour marathon. That's VICathon. That's VICathon. That's VIO.org. Your online home for the best of what's next. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I meet places at our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to ready.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. Take VIC Radio with you on your iOS device. 
That's right. The best of what's next is available wherever you go. Current song information, in-app access to social media, sleep timer, and alarm clock settings. It's all there. Download the VIC Radio app from the App Store today. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. If you found $20 on a walk, you would think that's a lot of money. If you had to read 20 books for your class, you would think that's a lot of reading. If you had to stay awake for 20 hours straight, you would think it's a lot. But on the weekend of April 16th, four VIC radio DJs are going to show that staying awake for 20 hours is easy by staying up for 50. This year's 50-hour marathon benefits the Ithaca Children's Garden. More information at 50hours.org. As the midterms roll by and the tests and quizzes pile up by the day, if you feel like you're a little in over your head, consider finding yourself a free tutor and the ithaca.edu slash tutoring page online, getting yourself matched up with someone in whatever classes you need, and working out times that fit around your schedule so that you can focus on your schoolwork. <clears throat> VIC Radio. Hello. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good, good, you know. It's so typical of me to talk about No, like, no, tell me what you want to hear. That's why, you know, that's what radio DJs do. Take requests and, you know, are you, you're still talking, okay. Sounds good. We take requests. Call in at 607-274-1059 or tweet us at VIC Radio. It's McShane and Rucker with Jack McShane and Oliver Rucker on VIC Radio Ithaca. All right, back here on the McShane and Rucker Show here on VIC Radio. I'm Jack McShane alongside Oliver Rucker. We're going to run through the first uh, week of NFL games here and make a quick little predictions just going um, through all the games, which actually started on Thursday. So we're obviously not going to break that because we already know one. Uh, I, I had the Cowboys winning. Did you? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how well. So we can, we can't trust you with the predictions. Though. Well, I mean, it was a good game. It was they a good almost game. one, but Jack you, you well. can't give Tom Brady you, the you ball with a minute left. Can't bet against Tom Brady. Um, first game here that we're going to go through is the Texans against the Jaguars. Now, there's a lot of there's actually a couple of storylines in this game. Trevor we, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Is no Deshaun Watson. Tyrod Taylor starting for the Texans. I think this will be the only game the Texans in, win in Houston. Really? Yeah. I think the ja- I I think yeah, the Texans are going to be terrible. And I don't. I Texans really, are not a good team. I really can't imagine Deshaun Watson's going to come back. I think. I think Jaguars win. Trevor Lawrence wins his first start. All right. No, I respect that. I, I just think that. I think that. I don't think the Texans are going to go zero seventeen. But I think they're going to win one game. And I think that if they're going to win one game, it's going to be this. This. Uh, this game. Trevor Lawrence is. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is pretty good. They he's also got some good. good receivers. Marvin Jones pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. But I, I still have the Texans. All right. Next game we got Washington football team. At home to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, that Chargers. Washington team, uh, I don't Chargers really. That Washington defense is actually one of the best in the NFL this, this year. I think. I think Justin, you don't believe in Fitz Magic. It's not so much Fitz Magic; it's more Justin Herbert. 
I think he's. I think he's. I think Herbert's really due for a big year. I well, he, he had a he had a good, good, really good rookie year with a with a. I mean, How about the Chargers actually hold on to some leads this year? How about yeah. that? Well, that's the thing. I think Justin Herbert is now he's even more improved. He's more experienced. He he has a he has a he has more of a clue now. And I think that Char I think Chargers are gonna have a good year. Honestly, I really do. All right, next one we got Seahawks um, Colts against the Colts Seahawks in Indianapolis Seahawks. Yeah, I like Seattle. Um, Carson Wentz again. Uh, I'm, I'm, he's I'm, been I'm, very injury prone since he got to Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I think they I, – yeah, I just don't see any way the Seahawks don't win this game. I mean, Russell Wilson it's just been so steady for them over the last couple of years. Um, they have a good team. I mean, Jamal Adams obviously signed that big deal in the offseason, finally got his money. Dodged you know, a bullet. There was a certain team that didn't pay, want to pay for him. So, yeah, I'll go Seahawks. I think it'll be a close game, but I'll go Seahawks. Uh, the next one we got here is the is the Panthers at home to the Jets. I said – Twenty one seventeen Carolina, I think Carolina no, wins. Jets are gonna win. That's you know, I can't well, I can't I am not gonna bet. You know what? I hope you here's the thing. I hope you're right. So it's a win win. Yeah, no, it's great. It's a win win for me. It's a win win. That's that's how you do it. That's a win win for me. Is that how I is that how I do it? Do you think Sam how much better do you think Sam Darnold's gonna look? The line is not great, to be honest. No, I, you know, I don't know. I mean I, I think I, I think like that's we just, just like, have to wait he, and see. This situation was so bad at the Jets, it's like anything is better, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, next game we got Minnesota at home. I'm sorry, on the road in Cincinnati to face the Bengals. I don't know. I I want to say Joe Burrow's back. Oh, I don't know. I, I want to say Joe Burrow comes back and and has like that. You know, I'm here kind of and you're player gonna, of the year type player. But I but yeah, but I don't know. I mean, that's that's tough. Well, you know what? I'll go with the Bengals. I'll say the Bengals win. Yeah, that, that's let's make it interesting. All those Cincinnati fans, that. all two of them, should be all, really excited for this game. Yeah. When was the, when was the last time the Bengals were in the playoffs? When they played the Jets, yeah, right in that wild card game. Is that the last time? I think I so. Yeah, yeah. All right, next game we got uh, in Nashville will be Tennessee at home to the Cardinals. This is a really good game. You know, Julio Jones, obviously, Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry. It's pretty solid offense for the for the Titans. Their defense is kind of shaky, but but I think that I think I honestly think the Titans are a Super Bowl. Contender. I think that is, and, and people are like, oh, this is like. Underdog? No, I, I people don't. I think that. they're an underdog because they're the Titans. You Correct. know what I mean? Literally, like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I think it's just people don't really watch Tennessee that much and realize how good Tannehill has been. Unbelievable. Well, he's been good. I mean, people say he's top ten. I think that's a little debatable because it's they're a really run heavy offense. But well, they noticed, won't be though with Julio and AJ have Brown. Have you noticed that Ryan Tannehill has been a a top quarterback in the league ever since he's not well, been coached by Adam Gates? That's right. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Is that the Darnold trajectory that I, we're going on right now? Maybe. I mean, that'd be. I don't. I, why not? I still think, but Tannehill, to be fair, compared to Darnold, has a little bit better weapons around him. Anyway, though, sure. But ne- he's also yeah. an older quarterback. Correct. He's still Correct. He's played longer. Next game we got is uh, in Detroit. It'll be the 49ers. Uh, against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit, again, they seem like they'll be kind of like Houston, kind of bottom feeders this year in the league. Yeah, the uh, got a new coach in Dan Campbell. It's kind of crazy. but They have a new quarterback. And they do have a new quarterback. A worse Jared quarterback. Goff, I think who I actually – Matt Staff – well, we'll get to it when, we, yeah, talk, when we talk Rams. But, yeah, that what a trade that was. I feel like people, like, don't talk about that. Like, I almost forgot that Jared Goff was on the Lions – Good quarterback, to be fair. Yeah, he's he's been to, he went to Super Bowl, just but no he, one to throw to. No one to throw to. Actually, no one. Like I'd rather I I think I put you at wide receiver one for the Lions. Thanks. This year, Man, I don't know if that's a compliment. That. Anyway, next game, Bills, Bills at home to face the Steelers is another really good Week One game. Josh Allen Gosh. back. Um, honestly, Josh Allen MVP. 
Maybe. Maybe. That's kind of that might be. He's bold. not my I, pick, but I I would I could understand why one would say that. Um, yeah. The I think I think the Bills win this game. I think it'll be a good game. I'm not sure about Ben Roethlisberger. I just think like Mike Tomlin. What is it? I don't know the number, but how many straight winning seasons is it now for him and the Steelers? It's I, something crazy. I think it's like nine or ten. I think it's like I was gonna yeah. say eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So it's almost like. You expect the Steelers too. I think the Steelers. They're not going to. I think they're going to be a good team. I don't think they're going to be a bad team. But I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're. Well, think would is, they go nine and zero, eleven and zero last year? I don't oh, think they're going to. I don't. The Browns happen. I don't think they're going to do that again. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I don't know. And I, like I said, I'm just not Could sold be a big anymore. Ben farewell tour. Big Ben, maybe. Could be. Who knows? And maybe um, he'll come a big. But Bills, I another I the Bills win. Another win. AFC uh, huge contender in the AFC this year. I think Steelers could sneak in as a wild card, too. All right, next game we got from Atlanta. It's uh, the Eagles on the road to the Falcons. Now, the Eagles got a lot of young, well, actually a lot of like, young players in this game. You know, Jalen Hurts, obviously, with the Eagles. Devontae and Devontae Smith, Smith, who was a really good pick. And then Kyle Pitts, who was the top five pick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then for Atlanta, you know, Matt Ryan still still cooking, even yeah. with uh, even with Julio gone. I so, think that... Uh, I, th- I think Atlanta's going to be terrible this year. I don't know I why. I think Atlanta's going to be terrible also. But I think so. But it's, the but it's not because of Julio. I, no, I, just, I, I don't they know. were t- they were terrible last year with Julio. It's just like the if you look at the age, it's just like everybody's up here now. Matt Ryan is thirty five, thirty six. It's just the clock. I think Matt Ryan is going to throw to Kyle Pitts. Calvin that, Ridley's there still, and maybe occasionally. Well, Calvin Ridley will get hurt, but I think that they'll. <laughs> I think that he'll throw almost exclusively to Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and that's it. And then the Eagles will. win. So you think Eagles will win this game? I think the easily Eagles will win. or not easily because they're. I don't think he's on the road. Is really that good? It's on the I road too. That, yeah. All right, next game, another good game, a rematch of last year um, in the divisional round. Uh, Chiefs at home to the Browns. Browns, that would be an underdog team that you would say. We got Odell back. Baker's got another year under his belt. Stefanski has been phenomenal for that Browns. Honestly. I mean, you call me crazy. I actually think the Browns can win this game. I really do. I think they can. Okay. No, I actually you, you no. Can, I think they you will. Can, you can call me call call me a biased Jet fan, whatever. Sure. I don't think Odell Beckham is that good of a wide receiver. I don't. That's crazy. I don't. Healthy he is. He's just not I, healthy. I don't think so. He's known for a catch, Jack. Yeah, but and that 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 spiraled him well. into stu- superstardom. I, I he since then, what has he done to back up that he's a number well, one ride, well, wide receiver? Well, he needs to stay in the field. Correct. But That's it's not what I'm even saying. so. But it's not so much like it's not even like underperformance. It's actually just not being healthy. I think there's a little difference between I'll, the two things. I'll believe it when I see it. Sure, but I, I really think if he gets a full, which honestly. And I think this probably won't happen if he gets a full sixteen games. Seventeen, sorry, I keep forgetting. Seventeen season, seventeen game season under his belt. I think you'll see the numbers. Thousand. I think he can get over a thousand yards receiving, over and double digit touchdowns. I really yeah. think so. All right. Yeah. Well, sure. but anyway, I think the Chiefs win the game. Anyway, I'm uh, it easy. next game, which is actually being played in Jacksonville because of the uh, terrible hurricane uh, in New Orleans, it'll be the Packers. I guess both teams on the road. <laughs> yeah, Packers, Packers Saints. Saints. Um, Packers. Jameis, big year this year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I, I... Jameis is not bad. No, I don't know I, where I, people I, get this. From. I'm not. I'm not saying Jameis. Thirty is bad. touchdowns, but in the last full year that he played with Tampa, through ter- but, but we don't talk about the interceptions though. Yeah, I mean, we th- literally Listen, one touchdown. For I'm every not saying Jameis is bad, but do you know who's better than Jameis Winston? 
Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and the, and Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder again. He's, he didn't want to be in Green Bay now, but he's still in Green but Bay. does he? I mean, he's done everything. But let's see. I, what chip does he have on his shoulder? Well, like who is he? Who does he have to prove? He's won a Super Bowl. He's been in Green Bay for dec- a decade, over a decade. He's got nothing to prove. He's got no chip. So you think he's got a chip on his shoulder just because he held out? I yeah, mean, I think, I think it's the so. Opposite, I mean, you don't, you don't. Oh, you, oh, so you're saying you think that he'll he he doesn't no, I don't he doesn't care be, anymore? No, is what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. No, I didn't mean it like that. Sorry, but yeah. I'm, I'm I'm genuinely like, asking. Like you said, no, he's not, not. I mean, I just I don't think there's a chip. I mean, yeah. like there's no like. I mean, like the guy's already motivated enough. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, of all time. Okay, relax. You don't think you don't think Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time? Do I think he's top five? Uh, I maybe. I don't know, but he's he's top three still in the league, yeah, probably. Sure. Anyway, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, Packers are I think, win that game. I don't uh, think. I don't think. I don't yeah, think, I think Packers win close. Michael okay. Thomas is hurt, and he. I don't. I think that. I don't think the Saints we, are we as good. We don't anymore. like Michael Thomas on this show. He's kind of a whatever. He's still whatever. Michael Thomas is a. Whatever. Overrated. Good. Anyway, Whatever. Next game. Even better. Packers are going to win even if Michael Thomas was Close on the game. field. Close game. Anyway, next game. Broncos-Giants from MetLife. Giants-Daniel Jones. This is the year, man. Daniel Jones doesn't doesn't prove himself, especially when he's got Saquon back. Saquon's up in the air for week one, but um, Ted, when asked about it, he said, we'll see. So, is Teddy we'll going to come through? I think he is. Broncos are going to win at MetLife. That would be hilarious. The Bron- the uh, Teddy. This got, this has got like a... A fourteen ten final written all over it, uh-huh. like a low scoring game. How, Broncos how, defense how, good. How is Saquon in his first in his first game back? I think I think you go either the, way. He either explodes or he doesn't. The, that pick is so frustrating to me, and I'm not even a Giants fan. But that pick's so frustrating to me. If you look at their offensive line, which has not improved, I mean slightly, but hasn't really improved over the last couple of years. Oh, I, you're not sold on Andrew Thomas. No, that was a terrible pick. <laughs> terrible pick. Beckton for the win, um, and Vera Tucker. Uh, no, I think that was a. Well, I'm saying that I guess in technically in hindsight. I mean, I didn't think it was a great pick anyway. I don't think he was the best tackle coming out of the draft. That was kind of a, a oh, little bit oh, of a reach. No, he absolutely was not at he four. Was, he was a complete reach. At four. No way. Yeah, I go. I go. Broncos fourteen ten. That's what I'll go. Okay. Yeah. I think Saquon is going to really struggle with no line. I mean, these like it doesn't matter how big his quads are, how fast he yeah. can run. It really doesn't and matter. They are remarkably. They are quads. large. They are large. That is that is correct. But, um, the Bradley Chubb and Von Miller on that defensive line—that's mm-hmm. kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. With you know, Andrew Thomas and Nate Solder back, mm-hmm. who's again like overpaid like crazy, like not great. They gave him sixteen million a year, Nate Solder. Yeah. He's not really that good. Anyway, next game, divisional matchup uh, in Foxborough. Patriots at home to the Dolphins. Now, two is back again this year. Matt- two, and more, he two is a year under his belt now. Yeah, Dolphins, I feel like, are kind of a middle-of-the-road team, I would say. I think... <sighs> I think the Dolphins win that Mac game. Jones, I, think, I don't think the Patriots are good. Not- I don't think the Patriots are good. I don't think the Patriots are good. And I think Mac Jones is going to have a Patriots good year. Patriots are home. I think they win. Close. Yeah? I'll go... Ooh, do I go high scoring? I don't know. I don't I don't really want to... I just think the Patriots will win the game. I think it's going to be close, though. I don't. I think the Patriots are going to go 0-17. You remember, Tua started I'm last joking. year. They won that game against the Patriots. Yeah, I think I think the Dolphins are a better team. And I think Tua is a better quarterback, at least well, now. Bill Belichick, I mean, you can't... like It's a, it's kind of the same... 
kind of the same breath as Brady where it's hard to go against a guy like that. Well, one thing that Mac Jones does have going for him is that he doesn't have Cam Newton's aura around him anymore. That's it's funny you mentioned that because that's what he said. I know the reason why yeah. he was released, <laughs> which is good self awareness yeah, on his whatever. part. To be honest, I, I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, I, yeah, I mean, was that that was kind of surprising, right? They kind of let him go like that. I mean, you know, listening to him say that, and then like kind of knowing kind of Cam Newton. I guess just I guess I don't know him, but just knowing of what people have said about him, it kind of it, it does make sense. Yeah, no, it does. He, he yeah, like I feel like Mac Jones would have it would have hurt him, hurt him more. If Cam Newton is the backup, kind of just like waiting in the wings, because if because you know if that was a scenario, Mac Jones, you know, has one bad game, Cam's going in the next week. Yeah. I really think it would have been uh-huh. that quick of a turnaround. But it's good for the Patriots. Got a good young quarterback. That division's full of them. So um, yeah, yeah all, I, all all four quarterbacks. I think are Mac Jones is going to be solid. He's got good coaching. He's got a good line around him. I think he's going to be solid. I feel like people are kind of underestimating him a little bit. Anyway, next game from SoFi Stadium: Rams Bears. Stafford in L.A. Ram, he, the Rams are going to win, and they're going to win handsomely. The Rams are going to be really, really good this year. Matt Stafford is going to win the MVP. Matt St- okay. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me just make sure my ears heard that. What did you just say? Matt Stafford is going to win the MVP. No. Yeah. I know. I'll, that I'll just I, let that sit there. I know just that. that I know there. that I said that Kyle Lewis was going to win the AL MVP. Kyle this, Lewis this is different. This man said this, Kyle this, Lewis would win the AL MVP. He was hurt. If he was, it doesn't matter. Matt. Most Stafford, people don't know who Kyle Lewis is. That's the point. That's the idea. We're supposed to. People we're, know who Matt. We're Stafford. supposed to make people think. And Matt Stafford will is going to win the MVP. I will say this about Matt Stafford. I'm not going to say he's the MVP. I mean, I can't. But he is, I'm though. not that insane. But I I'm will not say, insane either. It's, it's, I think you're borderline insane. Anyway, no kidding. Uh, Matt Stafford, I think he's the most underrated quarterback in the last decade. Yeah. In the NFL. I agree. and that's Most what, underappreciated. Because yeah. he just played, well, actually, you know what, to be fair, they had some good teams when Calvin Johnson was yeah. there. Oh, they were pretty. And solid. he had some good years. He's a very, very, very good quarterback. They play in Detroit, and, and now that he's in L.A. with a good team and a good coach and a good everything, he's going to win. He's going to win the MVP. Yeah, it's kind of sad because it has the opposite effect for Detroit. Because I think golf is going to regress like crazy. I, I should do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but I think Rams do win that game. Um, they're seven point favorites, so that is the. Excuse me. That is the Sunday night game, uh, in in that great stadium, by the way, which is where the so Super Bowl fun. would be this year. Um, yeah, in SoFi Stadium, which is an unbelievable stadium. Uh, anyway, the Monday night games, uh, or yeah, uh, sorry, Monday night game. Sorry, they only have one this year. We'll be at uh, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. It'll be this is another good one. Interesting matchup between the Ravens and the Raiders. Ravens, really? I the no Raiders... trust. In, no trust in Johnny Gruden. The Ra- Raiders are such an odd team for me. Think about Ravens. I mean, did you back to back back to back plays? The Ravens. If people don't know, back to last week in practice, uh, it was back to back plays where they had players that tore their ACL. I believe it was Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters, and back to back plays. No, and and they they are they Dobbins, in, they Dobbins and Justice Hill too. Yeah, and they're um, uh, they're definitely hurt. But I mean, the running back. Now they got Levy on. Well, that's the thing. The running backs don't really matter. Because, that's just not true at all. Well, no, and that's and not, that offense it matters if you would, even more. If you would let me finish what I was saying, they don't matter as much because of Lamar Jackson, and he's going to run. He's you let he's not he's going yeah, to he's run more than he's going to throw. He's not running it. Well, every then play. You, like you said, they have they have Le'Veon. They can do it. Le'Veon is so washed. Do you okay? I'm not. I didn't. I I misspoke when I said the running backs don't really matter. Right. I apologize. Okay. For that. 
Yeah. What I cool. meant to say was they don't matter as much in in from this team. I don't think, at least, as much as they do on a, on a different team, because of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the main. His you don't think Lamar Jackson will lead the Ravens in rushing, rushing, even you with Dave I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say yes now because of the injuries. Yeah, I don't think that would have been true. You don't think so? Health. No, because I don't, because I don't. but he runs. He'll, he'll run more than he throws. Also, he's not. He's not. He does. He doesn't. He can't really throw the football as well as. Other NFL quarterbacks, which is remarkable. As other but you're kind of proving my point. The 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 Ravens base their offense. It's a. I don't want to say it's run by committee because I mean it sort of is. I guess with the quarterback running, but there's the running back has a is such a larger importance in that offense. I know Lamar Jackson is a RPO mm-hmm. like QB option type quarterback. Those yeah. are the plays they run. Um, but the running back has such a. Like when no, they I, lost, that's why it was such a big deal. I, I do understand what you're saying, but I'm because just saying Le'Veon Bell. I don't care what anyone says is a downgrade from Dobbins and Edwards. One hundred percent. At this point, not, in his not career, even because absolutely. of the skill. Not even because of the skill. Because Dobbins and Edwards have been in the offense with Lamar. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon's never played with a guy like that. He's played with statues in his career yeah. with Big Ben and well, I guess Darnold sort of, but. Yeah. He's no, you know what? I, 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 you're, you're, you are right. I, I didn't really think it all about the way Le'Veon through. adapting but to that just, style of offense, where he's going to get. Well, in fairness, I guess he'll get more touches, which he'd want. Well, that's the thing. He he did, what does he have to adjust to? He did nothing in, in <laughs> right, they, they right. gave him no opportunity. <laughs> he, in, he never got the ball, so it didn't even matter. Right. In Kansas City or New York, well, so you know what I mean. So it, and Kansas City tried to go win a Super Bowl, and they couldn't even do that. Yeah. So, well, that's all the games for. Uh, week one of the NFL. It's going to be fun. It's really good to have NFL back. You know, this is a good time of year where we're kind of getting the sports kind of back into the scene. You know, baseball's kind of wrapping up, which we'll talk about soon. Um, the Mets are on the fringe, kind of teetering right above and down the 500 mark. They did have a good, they did have a uh, a good game last night against the Yankees. Um, have a really special game tonight for 9-11 um, at City Field tonight. But yeah, we'll talk about more and the Mets and what to expect for the last month of the season in the MLB right after this. Missed that last song? Want to check out our music blog? Well, then log on to www.vicradio.org. See our daily schedule, take a look at our wide selection of specialty programming, and learn more about our annual 50-hour marathon. That's vicradio.org, your online home for the best of what's next. When the red flashing lights on a school bus come on and the stop sign comes out, you must stop. In New York State, you cannot move again until the red flashing lights go off and the stop sign is retracted, or until the driver or a traffic officer signals it is okay to pass. You must stop even on the opposite side of a divided highway. If you decide it's okay to risk a child's life and pass a stop school bus, you could face fines or even have your license revoked. Is it really worth it? Always obey the school bus stopping law in your state. We have an app. Take VIC Radio with you on your iOS device. That's right. The best of what's next is available wherever you go. Current song information, in-app access to social media, sleep timer, and alarm clock settings, it's all there. Download the VIC Radio app from the App Store today. If you found $20 on a walk, you would think that's a lot of money. If you had to read 20 books for your class, you would think that's a lot of reading. If you had to stay awake for 20 hours straight, you would think it's a lot. But on the weekend of April 16th, four VIC radio DJs are going to show that staying awake for 20 hours is easy by staying up for 50. This year's 50-hour marathon benefits the Ithaca 
Children's Garden. More information at 50hours.org. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> VIC Radio. Hello. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good. Good, you know. It's so typical of me to talk about No, like, no, tell me what you want to hear. That's why, you know, that's what radio DJs do. Take requests and, you know, are you, you're still talking, okay. Sounds good. We take requests. Call in at 607-274-1059 or tweet us at VIC Radio. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. It's McShane and Rucker with Jack McShane and Oliver Rucker on VIC Radio Ithaca. Back here on the McShane and Rucker Show, VIC Radio, Jack McShane alongside Oliver Rucker. We're going to finish out today talking about uh, the New York Mets. It's kind of been downward spiral so in the, in the last couple of months, especially in the second half and that terrible stretch that they had against the Giants and Dodgers. But on the bright side... They did beat the Yankees, who are also reeling, too. They lost their seventh straight last night to the Mets. They lost 10-3. One of the worst-played baseball games I've ever seen by a team, the Yankees, last night. The Mets did play well. The Mets, the Mets did play well. Uh, the Yankees beat themselves a little bit. A lot. Um, because, well, if you think about it this way, the Yankees scored three runs. Mm-hmm. The Mets scored three runs on... On you know two of two Yankee errors. You right. know, there's the yep. Gary, there's, there was the Gary Sanchez weird... Play. I don't really know how yeah, to describe he, like, that. Yeah, he tagged VR in like if, the face. I would say VR, VR's like helmet tagged the glove before, and the glove but his didn't really feet tag. Got him. under though. Yeah, he was definitely safe, but that's why it was weird. He was out by a mile. I don't know what and, he was doing, but it was he just kind of leaned away and like kind of it was weird. Anyway, that was one run, and then the other two, uh, Glaber Torres threw a threw made a throwing error, mm-hmm. and two runs scored on that. It was just. It was it was a it was a bizarre game. The Yankees beat themselves a little bit, but the Mets did play well. Tyler McGill really showed what he was made of. He Good start. Played, Good start. We needed they definitely he, needed that he, from Tyler. He was excellent. He you know what? He's been excellent all year and people haven't realized it. There have been times where he's been Well, I think people have and then he has a bad start and they're like, then, "Oh, this guy's yeah. terrible." Yeah, and he's not. He's he's been very good. He's had a very good rookie year. It's he's almost been, like he set the bar so high for He's been for more up than he than he's been down. And yeah. I think today, especially against the Yankees on a big weekend, on an emotional weekend, yeah, a lot of emotion. He showed that he he showed what he's made of. And Gary Cohen always says he has a slow heartbeat, and that showed yesterday. He was a little shaky at first, but once once the Mets took a big lead, he settled down and he was lights out. 
But if we look in the grand scheme of things now for the Mets, you know, it's been a struggle. Obviously, like I mentioned, you know, coming back coming back right from the break, you know, they're sitting at 71 and 71. They're 500. They're five games back in the division. I believe it's five also in the wild card. No, four, four now. Four in the wild card, sorry. Um, but if they're going to make the playoffs, because it'll be through the division because they got too many teams to jump over in the wild card. Well, I just think it's crazy that it's, it's, not, whoa, it's not wait, over yet. Wait, wait. Well, that. And it's, it's also, you know, it almost makes it more frustrating in a sense, that they're 500 at this point of the season, you know, 71, 71, and it's like they're not have it. It's almost like imagine they won, you know, I don't know, five out of the ten games that they would have lost. You know, like there's probably been five games this year at least. There has to be, you know, whether it's a Diaz-blown save or like a blown lead by somebody where they could have held on and won. I mean, the it's, Marlins It's the Marlins so games are... easy to blame Edwin Diaz. No, 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 no. I'm just, that's an example. I'm just saying, of, of course it's easy to blame Edwin Diaz. I mean, it's just, it's like when you, yeah, no. I mean, it's like when you blame a coach for losing a game. Um, it, there's so many circumstances. It's not just Diaz. There's been other guys that yeah. have blown games before this year, in, in this year. And Diaz has been pretty solid for most of the year anyway. And I'm a, I'm a Diaz fan, so are you. So I don't fan, so are you. So I don't fan, so are you. So I think I'm going to bash him too much. But um, there's a couple of games, especially if you look at the Marlins series, and even some of this, the Dodgers series, what's it, like two or three, or the Giants one? I don't know, which I forgot which series it was, but there was like two or three straight games where they lost by one run. It was Well, I think it was the Dodgers at home. Yeah, that, that was Because it. do you remember the first game, they didn't get blown out. But, but I'm saying those types of games, Yeah, imagine it's flipped and they it, win. It, well, not all the of them. Not it, all of them. Just a couple. It shows they can compete, but they haven't but been they, able to finish it. And it's frustrating. That's what's frustrating is that it it looks worse than it actually is. And it, But but it, but it, regardless, it's still not good. It's not good. And it's, and it's frustrating because they are a good team and they are better than that. But what can you expect when, they're, when there's a lineup of nine guys – who are literally having career worst seasons. It's it's the approach. It's the approach at the plate is terrible. And I know it's funny because well, it's not funny, but they got rid of Chili Davis. And I, I think, don't I don't know that that was that no, was no, the answer. No, no, it it, it wasn't. Um, and you look at the stats hitting wise from when Chili left to what it is now. I mean, it's the same if not worse because even though the Mets it's approach in, I really think it's it's approach at the plate even though the Mets in this shortened season didn't really drive in runs a whole lot they still that's another good point clutch but, hits yeah but even though they did they still were able to get hits and they there were still guys who were having offensive seasons good offensive seasons and now it's like in and so but, but then if, if you took that and put it in a in a full season eventually that would the in, in, in 162 games, eventually the runs driving in would come around if you kept having the best batting average in the league and best on base. You know what I'm saying? But the fa- but that's not happening anymore. Now they're not just not driving in runs. They're also not giving themselves the opportunities to drive in runs, and that's been happening all year. At the beginning of the year, the pitching was good enough where it didn't matter as much, and they had some new guys who wanted to show what they were made of because everybody was hurt. Kind of hit away the the bad hit. Yes, almost. but now that now the pitching's still good, but now it's not. As good, especially with Degrom going down, Tywin Walker has been a little up and down since his uh, since the All Star break. Strowman's been lights out, but other than that, that's you know Cookie's been up and down. He's still trying to find his footing. So it's it's it now that now that the pitching's not as just absolutely lights out every single night. You know the offense has it the the it it the holes have shown they've been exposed and it's and. 
and it's just it's 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 it, like I said, it's frustrating because they're 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 a better team than that, and it's and you hope that and you know there's only what twenty two games left in the season. Yep. You hope last night was a, was something of a of a catalyst that they can try and just and make a move. And, well, I, and it's not over yet. They can because the Braves are struggling, the Phillies are struggling, and that's the thing that there's no every single team in that division is underperforming. It just happens at this particular point. The Mets are in third, and the other two are and well, the Braves are in first, Phillies are in second. If we look at the schedule quickly for the last you know month of the season, um, got two more with the Yankees, and they have Cardinals, Phillies. Red Sox, Brewers, then four with Miami, and then the Braves. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> it's not easy. No. Um, and I feel like the problem is, well, I guess it's not a problem, is like they get creamed by the Giants and Dodgers for two weeks, and then they have, I think it went, they went maybe like nine and five or something against the Nationals and the Marlins, and it's like, oh, okay, a little bit better. And then it's just, it's I just, I just feel... That it's just going to go back to where they were a couple weeks, so maybe not that drastic, but I don't see them because I don't know what the the odds are and how many games they'd have to win, you know, to make it. Whatever. I mean, it's probably something like fifteen of twenty. They'd have to go on some crazy stretch to get to like eighty five wins. Um, but I, I just don't see them winning series against, you know, Milwaukee. Even Atlanta, even Philly, to be quite honest with you. Well, if they can actually play like the team that that I think that they're capable of, then they with, can. But you could sit them with any team. Like it's, uh, you it's, can. You're right. But the problem is that the Mets are actually they like if you look up and down the roster, yeah, they actually we've been are saying that this is that. the time. Like this is the time. And they already they've won a series against Milwaukee already. Yeah, but this is this is the time. You know, the Mets are the Mets are so much better than they're playing right now. You know, Cohen says that all the time in his tweets. It's like, okay. Then play better. Like it's it's such a, it's as annoying. Like they should not be seventy one and seventy one going into September. Or we're already in September. Sorry, we're already two weeks in. In the middle of September. Middle of September. It should not be the case. No, I, I completely the agree. The division has underperformed I... like crazy. You you have the Braves who are who actually start off horribly and are now what ten yeah ten games over five hundred, which is not great no, for a, a division leader. It's kind of a that's a wild card team. It's, it's a, a wild card team. team. It's actually a wild card team. You have the San Diego Padres, who have a similar record, who are in third in the NL West. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that that they you, can't you can capitalize chalk that up on a Giants, though. Well, uh, yeah, but you can't. You have to capitalize on other teams underperforming. So like, in situations like that, where the the Braves, you know, have been up and down. I think they're like five and five in their last ten. It's just up and down. The Mets could have went on an eight and two stretch and gained three games like that in a week, but they didn't. They did not. They lost well, two of three to the Marlins. Well, they, they did actually. They were down eight, and now they're down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now the, no, I'm nine, no. But like, they shouldn't have been down eight games. They no, they you're right. ruined. I'm they just saying. Ruined. The season was over, and I'm. And I know this is a little bold because there's still a, lot, a decent amount of games left. Sure, but it's unlikely they make the playoffs. It is. I mean, no matter how optimistic you are, it's it's unlikely. Five games back with twenty to go, it's hard to make up. Well, actually. You know, brings back maybe they'll do, maybe they'll do like a reverse jinx in the 2007 year when they were up seven games with 17 to go. Anyway, nobody wants to remember that. But you know, back to my point, like they should not be where they are. They have to take advantage of teams underperforming. They have to. If they if they they should have swept the Marlins. They should have. The Marlins are bottom. Well, well, by actually the Nationals are, but it's mm-hmm. Marlins are throwing up the 59 wins and 82 losses. With a bunch of injuries, it's just a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. 
like it just oh man and it's just like it's again it's like the same thing we said about the jets i guess the knicks is not really a good example because they actually had a good year but it's just like that false hope at the beginning of the year like dang like look at but this I, roster i don't think it was false like again they they are a good clearly it was I understand. 71 and 71 i understand that is not good but listen but i don't but just because listen i think there's a yeah i think that um you're right. I'm as frustrated as anybody else, but I just think that I don't think it was necessarily false hope because for a while there they were in first place for a very long time, and they had they had a bad stretch. Like like we said, their 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 uh, shortcomings showed more, and then they but but it's not over. The only thing like the only thing we can do is hope, and I know that it's that it it is frustrating, but I just think that they're a better team than this, and that if they can figure it out soon, and hopefully last night was something good. Then they can do it, but it's but you're right. That's it is frustrating. The false hope. Last night. That's an that's what it is. You're going to get baited into thinking. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying I I. It, but you're making it seem like I mean this is like a season changer. I didn't, but I didn't say that. I never no, said I know that. No, you didn't say that. But you're saying it could be, and I don't think it will be. That's my argument. I just I I don't think. Um, I do not think the Mets make the playoffs. I think they've they they're just too far back. I know the team has been optimistic, saying you know. You know, we're still in it. We're we're still, you know, there's still a chance we could win. Like whatever, but I just I don't think this is. I don't think this is the year, which is so frustrating because they're going to have a lot of guys walk this year. I think Conforto walks. I think Stroman walks. I think Syndergaard might walk too if the Mets don't pay him enough. Well, I think Conforto's interesting because he's not. He has. But that's something to talk about at the end of the year. I mean, um, but for the for the now. Good win last night against the Yankees. Obviously, it's the same situation. Me predicting the Jets to lose. It's the hope that I hope that they can com- complete a um, a miraculous comeback in the last twenty or so games. But that will do it for us here on the McShane and Rucker Show. It's the first week back. Very excited to be back. We'll be back again next week, mm-hmm. same time, eleven to twelve, right here on VIC Radio. Hopefully, next week we'll have Mets closer in the division race Hopefully. and the Jets be one and zero. That's the hope, right? That is that. That's the reality. That's actually. Oh, that's right. That's the reality. That's the reality. Anyway, we will see you next week. We will uh, make sure to tune in next week. Yeah, VIC, and then also um, usually a day or so after you can find us on Anchor if you miss any part of the show or you wanted to hear back any portion of the show. But Jack McShane.